it's time for another episode of Stories of the Century. Yes, we're the Spontaniacs, and you can find us on SpontaniacsImprov.com. Go check us out. Well, let's start by pulling a few words from our word bag. All right, well, the first word that we're going to use in our show today is pasta. This word submitted to us by Rita Boyle. Thank you very much, Rita. And Angie's putting her hand in the bag and drawing out a word. And this word is lipstick from Ronnie Friedberg. Awesome. Very good. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, awesome. Ronnie. So all we need now, Sally, is an opening line. Right. And that requires the other bag. Okay, Jared, why don't you pull an opening line? Don't read it. Hey, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to lay it right here, fully closed and sealed for when we begin our show. And that will be the first line of this Stories of the Century. The glamorous and high-rise Century Building has many stories, and this is one of them. These are Stories of the Century. Dramatized for your listening pleasure by The Spontaniacs. The Spontaniacs, America's finest improv troupe, makes you laugh up to 20% more than the leading improv brand. Here's improv brand A, surly, off-putting, constantly denying. Thanks, Cheryl. My name's not Cheryl! Ow! Improv brand A makes children cry. But here's the Spontaniacs. Hilarious, witty, classically trained. We're funny. The Spontaniacs fills children's hearts with joy. <laughs> and don't worry, Mom and Dad. The Spontaniacs are educational, too. Daddy, what's a Brazilian strip? The Spontaniacs. Funnier than you'll ever be. The Spontaniacs are not licensed by any political, ethical, or moral group and have no gender or religious affiliation. Side effects may include gagging, bearing, side stitches, nausea, and incontinence. Any or all of these side effects are as a result of Spontaniacs encounters. See a physician for more details. Remember the Russian boss at every Spontaniacs show. Spontaniacs in here may be closer to And now, our next episode. Fettuccine Choo Choo. The train is late, and I have the wrong suitcase, Ed Nauseam. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Apparently I picked up your suitcase while you picked up mine. Would you like to train now? All right, I'll take your suitcase, but I must know what's in it first. Wait, you mean you'll take the suitcase I'm holding, which is your suitcase? I suppose, because if I swap the suitcase that isn't your suitcase you have with the suitcase I have that isn't my suitcase, won't I have mine? I think you'll have yours. But I have yours already. Well, this can't belong to either of us. Unless we had each other's, which would mean we have our own. But I don't have my own, I have yours. Well, good heavens, are you holding my suitcase, Ed? Well, yes, I think I am. This is the one that has the initials C.S. on it for Cyril Cedric. Well, then we better set that down on this coffee table here in the midst of my luxurious executive producer's office on the 23rd story of this, the opulent century building, and see what's inside. All right, but we don't want to be lounging around your lovely office too long, you know. We might miss the train. I can't take this suitcase, Ed. It's full of pasta. I'm afraid you caught me, Cyril. I've been sneaking pasta on this trip. You see, I had plans for us to run a marathon tomorrow morning, and I thought we should carve load. I hope you don't mind my presumptuousness. I don't at all, Ed, but couldn't you have put in something consisting of significantly more sap at Semolina? Ah, Cyril, that's just the surprise I have for you. Why don't you open up my suitcase over there? Oh, you mean this one over here that's all tattered and broken-looking and has the sprung springs on it? That's the one. Why don't you spring that last spring over there? 
Well, 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 Ed, this is a nice surprise, and I think it might fit me. Now, wait a minute! You want to wear my macaroni suit? That was made to be cooked and then worn! I was going to have you eat it off me! Well, now, look, the train is late, but I don't think it's going to be that late, Ed. So, as talent agent to the deformed, why don't you go on the train and do it in the train? That sounds like a wonderful idea! Let's go! Yes, let's. Miss Jones, Miss Jones, I've been looking everywhere for my macaroni outfit. The pasta fest is scheduled for the day, and I don't want to be the only one without a pasta outfit. Oh, well, I can run to my favorite Italian restaurant and get them to make you a new one. They could use bow tie pasta. Bow tie pasta. Miss Jones is absolutely brilliant. I tell you what, put on some lipstick. You look better in lipstick. Oh, dear. I can't find my lipstick anywhere. <laughs> that's because I have it. Yes, that's right. It's Belinda Melinda Galinda here, and I'm here to crack the story on the pasta festival. Oh, damn it. How did you get in here? I have my ways, Mr. Leroy. Yes, well, I am Leonard Leroy, head of Magna Motion Picture Studios, here on the 23rd story of this, the opulent century building, and I didn't invite you in here. And I don't think you have any interest in the pasta festival. It's nothing to do with the press. Oh, contraire, Mr. Leroy. Here's your lipstick, Miss Jones. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, don't you, Miss Jones? Don't be asking Miss Jones any questions. She's as dumb as a box of hair. She just gets coffee and makes me sandwiches. I say, Leonard, we've got... Oh, I didn't realize you were busy having someone on the casting couch. Hello, Cyril Sedgwick. Oh, it's you. You're not looking for a pasta suit, are you? Because Leroy's lost his. So while we're on the subject of things getting lost, why don't you as well? You know that the weather inside this, the opulent century building, is scheduled to be quite hot and humid today. Anyone wearing a pasta suit is bound to wilt. Which is why it was reserved for the 97th story of this, the opulent century building. It's much cooler up there. But the train is running late, Leonard. No, damn it, the train's running late. Well, where's Ed? Is he with you? I suppose he's trailing along behind with his suitcase full of... Well, we won't say what's in the suitcase, but we hope Ed is here. He's in my office next door, collecting his... Uh, don't, don't, you from I heard that. Is that a suit made entirely of macaroni, or do you have some other types of pasta mixed in? You'll get nothing out of me. Mum's the word. Cyril, Cyril, I'm here and I brought the macaroni suit. Uh, Aha! I see you're wearing the macaroni Oh, uh, damn it, Belinda, Melinda, Galinda. She strikes again. How did she get in here? We don't want to talk to the press because we have some important business to discuss before the festival. And as soon as Miss Jones gets her lipstick on, we're going to... My word, what's wrong with Miss Jones? Her lips look enormous. How much lipstick have you put on, woman? Well, I bought a new lipstick and it made my lips all fat and swollen. Let me see that. Hey, this lipstick has rattlesnake venom in it. <gasps> oh, rattlesnake venom, you say? Well, I thought that was perfume. I must have gotten the wrong bottle. I, I usually try to keep the perfume and the venom separated in the medicine chest. What, are you trying to kill your secretary, Leroy? No, no, I just wanted to perk her up a little bit. You know, we... I know what you're hitting at, you fat little pervert. So, Mr. Leroy... Now, look, if the two of you are going to argue there on the casting couch, then appropriate attire is required, Belinda, Melinda, Galinda. You think I'm naked? This is actually a suit. Watch this. Oh. Couldn't you have worn something under it? Excuse me, Belinda, would you care to trade suits? Oh, you want me to wear the macaroni suit and you can wear my naked suit? I think I'd like that a lot. Can you I handle think, the breasts? I think I could. <laughs> Pretty funny. Handle the breasts. <laughs> Miss Jones, let's step after your desk. Tight <laughs> <laughs> after. <laughs> Will, you look quite erotic, Ed. What have you in mind? Well, I think I'll be walking around the streets wearing this naked female suit. You mean the halls of this, the opulent century building? Yes, I do. Hey, this macaroni suit's pretty light for macaroni. Excuse me, Ed, could you give me my notepad? It's in the pocket of the naked suit there. Uh, sure, yeah. I gotta go take some notes. Out of my way, Leroy! Hey! We need to get to the train station down in the basement of this, the opulent century building. That's right. The train's gonna be leaving shortly. What the hell are you wearing, Ed? I'm wearing a woman's suit. Ah, oh, damn it! Belinda Melinda Galinda's tricked me again! I can't go to the pasta fest wearing this! Mr. Leroy, I just got off the phone with my friend at the Italian diner, and he says he has your blue tie pasta suit all ready for you already! <laughs> Thank you, Miss Jones. Then you can take that lipstick off. 
here we are at the train station in the uppermost basement of this, the opulent century building, Leonard. And I've just found out the reason why the train's late. Why is that? I'd like to know because the pasta fest is going to begin without us and we won't be there for the opening where they boil the shoes. Well, it seems the train engineer hasn't finished cooking his manicotti mumu to the appropriate tenderness and he can't drive the train with a hard one on. Well, this is a special train. He's supposed to have his suit. Everybody's going to go to the pasta fest has to wear a pasta suit. That's why we were hoping to keep Belinda, Melinda, Galinda out of here because she didn't have one. I tell you what, Leonard, I'm desperate. Why don't we just take a taxi cab to the 97th story of this, the opulent century building, and be dead? We will be if we call a cab. I still got Herbie's glass eye in my pocket, and if he finds out, he'll have my... Here comes Belinda Melinda Galinda right now, and she's wearing that same pasta suit. She's going to be joining us at the pasta fest. And whose fault is that, Ed? How do you like my pasta suit now? Here, Ed, here's some macaroni. Stick these on your naked ass. Wait a minute, Belinda. You can't wear that pasta suit in the competition. Why not? Because that's not real spaghetti sauce you're wearing. That's lipstick. Ah, oh, you have been caught out now, Ed. <laughs> I'm feeling a little swollen. Litter, did you forget and mix the lipstick with the venom again? Oh, yeah. Uh, did I fail to mention that, Belinda? Hey, I, I can't get this suit off. It's it's stuck to me. Hey, I, I'm so swollen, I, I can't even get out of the sleeve. You look like a big, fat dumpling. Maybe she could stick around for the dumpling fest next week. <laughs> 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 very funny, very funny. Somebody call my editor. Somebody call the cops. Oh, I can't stand it anymore. It is like she's being strangled by a huge macaroni python. I feel like I'm going to explode. You stand back for the explosion, everyone. Ha, 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 ha. Some lipstick shrapnel here. Oh, don't let that lipstick get on you. You know what'll happen? You'll swell up like Mr. Lewis. Miss Jones. I can't wait to tell you more, and I can't eat the food. What? I can't eat the food. You're gonna call. What? You're gonna call. I don't know what you're saying. Your lips are all swollen. Oh, this waiting around is insufferable. Look, Ed, isn't it true that you once used to be a train engineer? Why, yes, I was during the war. Why do you ask? Well, why don't you take over the train from the real engineer while he's in the ladies' room and get us upstairs to the 97th story of this, the opulent century building, so we don't miss the pasta fest. Take the train up to the 97th story of this, the opulent century building? Of course. You know how to drive a train on tracks, don't you? Certainly. If by tracks you mean the hallways of this, the opulent century building... Yes, I do. Hold on, folks. We'll be leaving in just a few seconds. All aboard! Here we are, Miss Jones. Leonard, after you. All right, fine. You know, there's something very unfamiliar looking about this 97th story of this, the opulent century building. 
Good heavens, I do believe you've overshot it. Yes, it was supposed to be on the 97th story of this, the opulent century building, and here we are, way too high up. As I stand here looking out the window, I see only clouds. Has anyone ever been this high in this, the opulent century building before? Well, I had a guy that worked for me that was a janitor and never cleaned the wastebaskets. I thought he was high all the time. But that's another story entirely. Oh, hello, everyone. Ah, oh, look, it's Monique, the aging actress that's been in some of my films. Yes, it is I, Monique de Fromage. I'm sure you are surprised to see me here at the cosmetic surgeon's office, here on the 145th story of this, the opulent century building. 145th story? My God, I overshot by nearly 50 stories. You overshot a lot of things in your life, and this is the worst thing of all, but I think we've got a good solution to something here. Now, what's that, Monique? Well, you look at Monique, you see what kind of a sagging old hag she is. Yeah, Here so? she is, waiting at this office, trying to get some surgery. You know what we did with Belinda, Melinda, Galinda? She puffed all out when we put that lipstick on her. You think maybe we put some lipstick on Monique and she'd fill out of it? Well, that's a wonderful idea. And if we put some lipstick on Monique's ratty old face, the color would go nicely with her red, green, and purple hair. Yeah, yeah we can do that. Well, I'm willing to try anything. All right, Miss Jones. <laughs> you brought the lipstick. Oh, no, but look, it's empty. Oh. Oh. Oh, but wait, Miss Jones, you you still have enough on your lips, so why don't you kiss the woman? Oh, this is wonderful. I'm going to kiss the woman, Well, I've never really thought about doing this sort of thing in public before. My God, it seems to be working. Well, why don't you two kiss a little more? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really working now. I say, my monocle's all steamed up. Oh, my lips are feeling it quite voluptuous. How do mm. they look? My lips feel like they're shrinking a little bit. Yeah, is yes they are. How is it kissing an old lady? It's not as fun as I thought it would be. Oh, I believe I could just do with the cigarette after all that. Well, we could all go back down to my chalet on the Zurich story of this, the Abdurant Central building. And I could cook everybody a nice light pasta salad for dinner. We might as well. We've missed the pasta fest by now. They'll have passed up the awards and everyone's gone home. Yes. How are you with driving the train backwards, Ed? I've never tried it. Let's give it a shot. Well, let's all get aboard. I think I'll take the elevator. Join us again next time for another opulent episode of Stories of the Century. The preceding is a production of the Spontaniacs, all rights reserved to duplication in part or in whole without express permission from the Spontaniacs is a violation of applicable laws and subject to punishment as prescribed by statute up to and including fine and or imprisonment without regard to race, color, creed, or gender as relinquished in a fully developed treatise on the cacophony of post-nouveau renaissance transdermal liquidity as pertains to the hypotenuse of a right isosceles triangulated metamorphosis trajectory and its adjutant sequiturs. My gosh, I said all that without taking a breath. <laughs>